Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Tuesday Sour Grab Show. I'm Alex. This is Kate. And if you're in the market for 12 moderately scantily clad girls... Do I have a deal for you? It's the Chase You Sexy Coeds calendar, and it will only cost you $100. That's the first installment. There are also nine other installments of $100. That's how much the calendars need to cost for them to be able to, as they said, fund the university into the 2030s. Kate's here. Hi, Kate. Hey, I'm back. And we'll do airplane puns today, because I think that would be fun. Oh, and, air travel puns. Hmm, yeah, it'd be fun, right? Sure, sure. Why not? Uh, Alex. Yeah. We're going to talk about that colossally, colossally bad segment. See? Mm-hmm. I take a couple of days off. I can't even say colossally anymore. Mm-hmm. Normally, I'm extremely fluid, and I've mm-hmm. never messed up a single word on this show. But I'm back mm-hmm. here. We're out here, sour graps, get in those yeah. super chats, get in those humper chats at humperchats.com. Please leave a yep. thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithms. And for Pete's sake, for the sake of Pete, mm. Peter mm. Dune, one might even say, mm-hmm. subscribe to Fightful Select people. Because there's, mm-hmm. it's a, Alex, we're only a month in. And I think it's fair to say it's been mm. a chaotic little year in wrestling. It and has on a variety it? of fronts, mm. including contract news, which OMG, there mm-hmm. is so much more of coming up and it's going to be such a fun year. Don't be a so nerd about fun. it. It's so much mm-hmm. fun. Free agency rules. Sean loves covering mm-hmm. it. I love seeing where people end up. We're going to have so much fun in wrestling this year. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. Um, Sean doesn't paywall stuff that is icky to paywall injuries, mm. um, mm-hmm. crucial details about overarching and horrific scandals. Um, but sometimes supplementary details are given and context is given to those things. So you can find that on FightfulSelect.com as well. Julia was brought up earlier. Okada, mm-hmm. people are wondering where he's landing. Will mm-hmm. Osprey's finally coming into AEW. Where's everybody going? Naomi's back in Royal Rumble. So mm-hmm. much happening. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. My goodness. And I see, I see the chat and I was wondering if someone was going to bring this up. Cole Cabana, we saw you on Being the Dark Order, okay? Mm-hmm. With your $4.99 and your direct sources whispering into your ear, okay? We're mm-hmm. still the best $5 in the biz. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have some fun talking about NXT tonight, which was... It was bad in a lot of ways that I think are going to be very silly to talk about, Alex. <laughs> it's true. It's what we it's do true. here at Sour Graps. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this was an episode that happened, and mm-hmm. Vengeance Day is also gonna happen. So, yeah, I'm actually, um, 
I am actually excited for the Dijak and Joe Gacy match simply because I'm, I feel like they're I'm they're, they're gonna they're, excited. they're gonna do some crazy shit in that thing. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I can't and, believe it, but I'm like actually very in on this based on what you said last week. If that's the direction they go with Joe Gacy, so so far it seems uh, like a sillier version of of that. Like like. Like the Nickelodeon version of ECW Cactus Jack, like a little, <laughs> he's, he's half ECW Cactus Jack and half Patrick from, uh, from SpongeBob. He's just there's there's uh, there might be some other things thrown in there, a couple of Rugrats, Stimpy, like just you know. We're gonna yeah. talk about it all. I'm I'm unreasonably in on that match, um, mm. and I I kind of actually really like this version of Bill Casey, but. Mm. Yes. We got lots to talk about. Um, we do. Uh, we'll start out with our the original present the usual pleasantries from JW Pringle, who says, Awesome Alex, kick ass Kate, the real head of the of the table, Papa Paul Elizabeth, Luis, and all the SGS sour tears. Um uh, he says also, May the victim get what she needs, and may Vince and all others involved rot. Well, yeah, let's I wanna stay away from that as much as possible. It's obviously an incredibly uh, important thing going on, but I'll just talk about that for for two hours as opposed to NXT, and I don't. Yes, I don't want to and talk it about is. That. We're it's, not it's, avoiding it's, it to avoid it. We're no, avoiding it because no. it's covered ad nauseum on this channel in, in many so many ways. Yeah. But that being said, sentiment shared with that JW Pringle, and I will um, also say, absolutely. I arrived at my parents today. I was being silly with my mom earlier. And we were talking about that I was doing the show later. And she goes, how's J.W. Pringle? <laughs> Just all out of the blue, yeah. which I appreciate. And I was like, well, we'll have to find out. And he tweeted mm -hmm. back. But it's always nice to see you here, J.W. Pringle. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. Yes. Yes. And I was very concerned because he took like a week off. And that was yeah. just, my, she was very concerned. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Um, mm, mm, mm. um uh, Luis has a question for us at the top of the document, just so you can check. Because oh, cool. Okay. Via that, but um, we st we started out with our uh, Carmelo and and Trick versus the LWO. Uh, this is is very good. The LWO guys are very good at this. They're consummate professional wrestlers. Trick and Mello have obviously up and coming great, 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 great talents. So the match, there's no, I have no problems with the match. And, and it will remain to be seen on Vengeance Day how much I problem I have with everything about this in retrospect. But they are doing a lot. It, this is convoluted as hell. The, I, that, that, because Trick and Mello win this, they're in the finals. Okay, M Mello is actively involved in a storyline on SmackDown where he is a baby face. Trick rescued him from being beaten down on, on SmackDown and then looked annoyed that he had to do it. And my question was, why are you even here? <laughs> you're, you're not, this is their first, first uh, appearance on the main roster. And it just, I, I, like, it's cool that he's getting some, you know, some stuff here, but... But even kayfabe, why did you even show up? Um, 
And I thought it was because he was going to be in the Rumble, but he wasn't in the Rumble. But Carmelo was in the Rumble. And they're now, are they resentful of each other because one was in the Rumble, one wasn't? Oh, but they're also going for the Dusty Cup title. But on the same night they have that, Trick has a one-on-one match with Ilya. And Ilya may or may not have been the guy who attacked him originally all the way back in October. That seems like a long time ago because it is. Also, if it wasn't Ilya, then it was definitely Carmelo, unless it wasn't. And it could have been somebody else. We're not really sure who that was. Lexus King said it was, but it turns out that guy's a liar. So there's a lot here going on with this. There personally, is no Carol in HR. <laughs> I, I just wanted to see Trick Williams, the most over he may ever be, facing perhaps the greatest wrestler he will ever face. In this version of Ilya Dragunov, both of them at full strength with no other ridiculous things around them, just doing this in the main event of a pay-per-view because I think both guys deserve it. But they've thrown all these other things all over it. And I just like it now just feels like it's too much to me. It just feels like it's too much. It feels to me like the plan was going to be to have Carmelo turn on trick and then they were like, no, we want him as a face on the main roster. So we now have no resolution to that. But this has just been going on for so long. And it is very muddy. And I guess I'm just someone, and it's a funny thing to learn about yourself, who doesn't like having a tag match for a title and then a single shot for a title on the same card. I didn't like it in AEW. I don't love it here. Uh, But I do feel like... um, it needs resolution soon because it feels so over uh, baked at this point. And it, to your point, it's not like, oh, this has just been going on too long. It feels extremely muddy. And um, it, it also feels like the thing that seems like the logical thing can't happen because of the main roster caveat mm-hmm. of, um, you know, maybe it's Trick who gets pinned and Carmelo gets mad and beats him up about it and then he's softened up for a dragon off later. Something along those lines doesn't feel like you can really do that because it feels like they want Melo to be a face on the main. Um, they may also say, screw it. You're a heel down here. You're a face on the main. Who cares? Uh, they've done the that to us before. I don't like it. It might be the only way out of this thing. So it is what it is. Um, match was fun enough. Uh, Trick and, and Melo genuinely work very well together. LWO was great. Um, but this was uh, a, a, it was a solid match, which we get a lot of on NXT, solid to very good, sometimes great. Uh, right. But the story just feels stuck in the mud as opposed to out the mud. Right. Um, yeah. It feels very much in, like, they've lost the plot. I always say I like it when I feel like a wrestling program knows where it's going and I don't, but I don't like it when it feels like a wrestling program doesn't know where it's going. Like I like not knowing, but I want to have the confidence that they know where it's going. And I don't right. feel like that in this case. Yeah. The the thing about the Dusty Cup finals is that Trick and Mello, at least one of whom is imminently scheduled to be on the main roster. Yes. Are one team. And the other team is Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker. Braun is like having segments on Raw where apparently he's on the phone to Nick Aldis. He he had a, a really great spot in the Rumble um, 
Braun apparently is also being called up imminently, finally. And that's great. But what I don't want is for the Dusty Cup to go to one of two teams that is already basically out the door. Like, the Dusty Cup used to be about the up-and-coming tag teams. Tag teams, not two guys put together, but tag teams used to be about that for the most part. I mean, like, you had TMDK versus AOP was the yes. finals of, of the Dusty Cup. Like, And those were two teams that were on the, on the come-up, and um, uh, AOP very soon after that became tag champs and i believe tmdk would have if shane uh shane haste uh i forget what he was being what he was called at the time um uh shane thorn shane thorn uh, was yeah. shane thorn if he hadn't broken his leg i believe tmdk would have been right there with them um and i always liked that because this is not a thing you do on the way out sorry guys i i got to go nick aldis is on the phone it's a thing you do to get catapulted to the, to the to the level of the tag division where you could face guys like the revival and DIY and undisputed era. That was the that was the kind of a thing for this. And now it just feels like it's a thing you're doing to get the top guys who don't really have anything else to do on your pay-per-view card. And then whatever team wins it, is the prize still a tag team title match? Because it used to be. I don't know if it is. If it is, are they? They're they're going to face Tony D and Stax because the the tag team champions aren't defending on the pay per view. They've got a, a multi. Uh, they've got a, a mixed tag six person thing going on. And if they beat OTM, then I guess they're done with that and can face the winner of the Dusty Cup. But if OTM beats them, which is not impossible to think, then. Will OTM get a title shot before the Dusty Cup? Go? Like, if Braun Breaker is already to get called to the main roster and wins this tournament, is he still here in two months for waiting for his tag title match? Like, again, too much. So you too you much. say our fun names with a great deal of authority, and I appreciate it. Um, Louis, being a TMDK historian, did point out that it was Mikey Nichols who broke his leg. And I just, the oh. only reason, the only reason that I made that you're correction right, is right, because right. I wanted to say that that match would have slapped Jack. But um, I do think mm -hmm. that you're right. And that the dusty cup now feels handcuffed. And I do believe the stuff with Braun break occur um, is maybe affected by some of the real life events that did happen. You could yep. slide in Braun breaker very easily where you would have had Brock Lesnar. Right. So mm -hmm. I think maybe that got hot shotted, but that being said, from what I saw, I really liked what they did with Braun Breaker. He looked natural. He really fit. Yeah. So um, he should go up, but I'm there might be a little creative adjustment as a mm -hmm. as opposed to poor planning here. But either way, you were putting these guys and those guys matches together, and that's that's just not for me. I like my tag teams to be tag teams. I like them to have matching gear and to want to be in there together. I don't want them to hate each other and then learn to like each other or to love each other and then hate each other two weeks later. So that booking is not for me. And you're right. They now face an, an existential yeah. crisis, Alex, of the fact that both teams are supposed to go up, assuming that's our finals that we're leading to. Unless it's a, one of those, the, the blind draw thing that they did with, with Adam Cole and MJF, where the point is that these two guys don't belong together. There was just a random draw, and then you actually do a, a story coming out of that as opposed to, 
I don't like you and I don't like I don't like you and you don't like me. Let's be a tag team is not the best way for me. <laughs> Just, you know, whatever. Uh, though I will say, like, even though that I don't like that, they've done a good job of of uh, piecing that out. Like Baron Corbin, I feel like was convincing enough. And then because the in-ring has been so good, it works. Mm-hmm. Cyclo saying this is somehow <laughs> less complicated than MSK winning the belts after losing in the finals of the Dusty Cup. Oh, no. I forgot about that. I don't know yeah. how I forgot about that. Because it was egregious. Because you had Imperium and the Creeds going mm-hmm. at it for months. And then they were mm-hmm. like, gotta be them. Yeah. Gotta be Paul, Paul Elizabeth says, um, Greet team SGS, Supermod Luis and Herr Von Pringle. And uh, then uh, he said in the chat, he said, uh, hold on, where is it? He says, okay, twice I typed greetings and the app cut <laughs> it off at greet. I give up. Your poor father. Your, your poor put upon father. Um, I like that he's typing it. I'm at their house right now. He's typing it from the other room and sending yeah. money from over there. He should just hand That's it good. to me. We'll cut out Sean. I'll mm-hmm. DM you. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out. We'll cash out. Uh, Jambeard <laughs> says, wait, does that mean Alex is focusing on the positives? Focusing on the positives and it's NXT. So you should know better. I'm focusing on the negatives. What is the name of the show, people? <laughs> we are not betraying our brand. Nope. Uh-uh. Um, there it is. Although here's here here is a here's a positive that I uh will focus on. Obafemi. Um <laughs> he he knows the best way to get a free shot at Dragon Lee is to show up after his boys have a tag have a tag team tournament match and beat them into the ground. And then Dragon Lee runs out. What does he do? He runs Thanks. out, and then the three the three of them. Are, are are beating on Obafemi like this, and then Obafemi does this, and then um and Vic Joseph, I think is it Vic or Booker was like, oh well, see now it's three on one. He couldn't possibly get out of this. Then he does immediately. Um, uh, Oba Obafemi is great. Uh, he beats them all up. He throws them. He 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 shot puts one guy into another guy. Uh, yeah, he does. Dragon Lee jumps off the top rope, and he just goes. He just just hits him, just hits him in the middle of the torso with his giant bear paw, and just and he just, uh, just just falls falls out of the sky. It was great. Obafemi versus Dragon Lee is again. There are two matches on the card that I am really really looking forward to. Um, other ones may surprise me. I'm sure a lot of them will be great. But the ones that like I'm looking forward to are Obafemi versus Dragon Lee for real this time, uh, and also the ridiculous. Um, it's like I, I one guy might actually bring out a chainsaw that works, not just one for show. <laughs> Joe Gacy versus versus uh, Dijak maybe uh, sneaky uh, hardcore match of the year. So that can Eddie Kingston brought out gasoline so that Dijak could bring out. <laughs> A for real cease chains. Uh, um, yes, I'm excited for that match as well. And I think you're right. In NXT, we commonly get really wonderful matches with not a lot of great story going into it. Obafemi is great. And the reason I know that he's great is not only do you love him when you are not known for like, hey, I love stuff. Um, you, <laughs> you now have given him your own soundboard for him. I don't know if you caught yourself doing it, but you were like, mm. and then he was like, do it. And then he was mm. like, True. But we were told that we were too excited about Obafemi from first name bunch of numbers. So 
We think yeah. he is very good. He's mm. good at wrestling. This is fun. My only complaint about this was the three-on-one you're ganged up on angle was used here, and then later in the show with Rich Holland and uh, yeah. Gallus. Yeah. But uh, done differently, but just had a lot more impact with the guy who got out of it in this one. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't like when they copy and paste certain tropes into right. Did, did, did were 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 you made privy to this? Was it done through anyway? Um, Obafemi's mother confirms he is actually twenty five, not twenty two. Yes. Um, so I did see that because still pretty amazing. But there's a very small percentage of people that appreciate this reference, but they appreciate it so much. So I'm going to make it. It's Daniel Monte all over again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that guy? They no, were I do like, remember that. Yeah. All right, we won the Little League Championships. And he was like, I'm 74 years old. <laughs> no. He was no. like eight. If he was 50. 74, he was 74, it would have been like a, like the, in the opposite direction. Because you get better at sports yeah. as you get older until you, until you get – at 45, which is Punk's age, you go, you go down. So, um, so uh, what, what, what we had was – I believe he was 22 years old. They he shaved off his goatee yes. every morning before he went to the to mount. But yeah, <laughs> um, imagine uh, like right. you can legally drink and you're like, I'm gonna strike out some of these suckers. Let's go. I'm normal. This is how life works. Orion Ben says LWO doing dual Van Terminators. Um, Tomando I I I don't know how to pronounce that. Tomando Air. Tomando Air. Tomando Irie. I have no idea. Luis says he's counting that as a pun. So, um, okay. Oh, yeah. air because uh, of, of the airlines. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I love, got it. I love that Luis is like, wait a minute. I was. I'm very young. I don't remember this at all. Huh? Oh, what? Luis reminds me that he's too young for things all the time. He, he uh, a little league thing. He was not 13. He was like almost 16, and he was striking out guys left and right because he was the greatest. Greatest little league pitcher ever until you realize that actually he's just a pretty good high school pitcher, which is a very big difference between little league. Anyway, he was 14 um, and the cap of the league was 12. So there I like our version better where he's in his me, 20s. Me too. It's always better. He graduated college. Mm -hmm. uh, no, he was like a, he was like a sixth year senior. Like he there's this wasn't no like way. this year. This wasn't this year. <laughs> no, it was a, a long time ago. It was a while ago. It was yeah. a long time ago. Um, I reached I'm, I'm, for it. I, I honestly, I I was always very surprised he didn't wind wind up in the majors. Like he was just so damn good. Yeah. No, not good no, enough. Not the case. Um, uh, and uh, Yui says Oba yeeting wild onto Mendoza and then hitting Lee with a vicious <laughs> anti air chop. That was the bit. That was that. Uh, he said that made him levitate. So that's nice. Bit. <laughs> Um, okay, so a Ava Ava is fully the, the GM now. We're going to have to accept yes. that. We're going to mm -hmm. move on. Lord, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Uh, Ava, Ava Rain is the, uh, the GM of... of um, you be careful, because if you're praying to God, he and Shawn Michaels have a relationship, okay? They've tagged together. Um, yeah, it's true. Um... It's like it's like Ridge. I know you want the three members of Gallus at once. I can't do that for you. I have to protect you from yourself. 
And then Lexus comes in with a uh, a basket of, of gifts, which is just pictures of himself. Like, why? I don't know. Uh, there, there are literally hundreds of, of things you could do as a heel gimmick. Why the guy is the absolute worst dude in the world is like, but like, he's he's just why why do why do that why intentionally make him this i just don't understand like here's here's some pictures of me i'm going to aggressively hit on these women later in front of their friends i don't know just i he's just not for me um uh but he's like you know what i will do um i'm gonna have you versus ridge holland in a match later and ridge is like i'll see you out there and then you know um yeah. alex i gotta say this is on this is a hundred percent on me. I'm owning this, okay? Mm-hmm. This is me. Mm-hmm. This is me and my problem, okay? It's you, huh? It's me on the problem. It's me. Mm-hmm. I kind of miss the old facial hair now. This is like when we had Hank and Tank, and Hank was wearing the same thing to the ring, and we were like, Why does he keep doing it? Why does he keep doing it? And then he finally got gear, and I was like, I kind of miss the old gear now. I yeah, kind of you... And now, now I miss the old facial hair. You are not allowed to do this, Kate, because I it go, was you. I go around the bend. You led the charge against the facial hair. You were the first person. I, I just wanted to, to know what was going on. I wanted to know yeah. what was happening with it. Yeah. Why did it look this way? Yeah. Was it shoe polish? Like, what was happening? And now it's well, gone. It was definitely... I, here's what it is. I still don't have an answer. Yeah. This obviously looks better, but like, why was it that way is still something that I am owed as a person. I said this in the beginning, and I maintain this thought. They're obviously headed to this like loose cannon thing, and those initial vignettes were really cool, and then they went off the rails with how they are getting to this. It takes a very specific type of guy to be able to pull that off, and I don't know if Lexus King is that guy. And it also takes us, I was realizing this today, I don't know if it's possible to do that in the environment that NXT is. Like, I actually feel like there are times where Joe Gacy is closer to a loose cannon than Lexus King is, right? Because he's now, there's definitely something comedic going on here. Like, it's it's getting a little, like, tongue-in-cheekish almost. Um, but I... Loose cannons don't have a slidey chair. Well, he's not the loose cannon anymore. He's just the skeeviest dude that that has ever existed. Like that's just his, his thing now. So, also, you know how people um uh keep, sometimes keep their Christmas decorations up way too late. Um, yes, I'm not. I still have. I, I have one more box of Sour Patch Kids uh, Christmas coal. Good and for I'm you. Just, I'm just gonna eat. I was gonna eat it all through this thing. Because I forgot about. It. I was gonna do it starting out with. Um, so this is for, this is for Lexus King because I'm just not, not into it. Um, eating coal, I'm, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, that's funny. I'm funny. You are. Um, t- <laughs> Tatum, Did you miss me so much while I was gone? <laughs> no, no, you are. I, no, because I'm, this said Kate. I just I just scrolled up and I saw all the things that I'm gonna have to talk up talk about on this particular episode. No, that's, like, that was a big mistake. Big L, big L for you. Tater, Tater Paxley is a <laughs> is a 
she's got some some issues. Um, yes. She's talking to a picture of Lyra. Um, um, uh, Wait, what she, is is that her? Honest. No, she's not under. She's not under that table. Um, she's under my. Table. She, she's, she's she's under my bed. Like I just, I she's I hiding, just, just hiding under there, like the monsters. Hiding, just hiding under the bed. Um, <sighs> so anyway, um, she's like, oh, you, I'm trying. To, I have to text Lyra again, and then Lyra is like, no, I got all your messages. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? No, I, I'm, I'm have to protect you so you can stay the champion forever. After I beat up uh, um, Roxanne, you won't even have a match versus her. And then you will be champion forever. And um, yeah, but you can't fight my battles for you. Yeah, but what if I could, though? Wouldn't that be great? Um, so she's doing a good job playing the crazy thing. But I'm like, again, where did this come from? Why, why have you fixated on Lyra? They did not. They do not do any of the work to show us like, like if, if at one point, or like if you if you say out we want to tell this story, you don't get to jump in in chapter five. You gotta no. you gotta start it where where the story starts where where um, Tatum Paxley is getting the crap beaten out of her by Blair Davenport or something leading up to that match, and because Lyra is feuding with Blair Davenport and for no other reason. She intervenes and she's like, Tatum, are you okay? And pulls her up and it's like, are you all right? It's like, yeah, I'm okay now. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. And then she goes back after like, I got to get, I got to get a match with Blair Davenport or whatever. And the way that started in for Lyra, it was a very innocent little thing. It wasn't even about Tatum. It was about Blair, but Tatum thinks it's all about her. It's the first person that's ever shown her kindness, and she fixates on it. And if you start out from the beginning, we can go back to that and go, ah, now I know. Now I'm sitting here going, like, what ridiculous anonymous, NXT anonymous video are you going to plant to, like, to like make this all make sense? And even if they did that, it would be bad. But it wouldn't be as bad as if we're never even going to bother to explain it. She's just crazy. Accept it. She's just crazy. And I'm sorry, I can't. Because it's your show that you write and you can do whatever you want with it. Just do that. It's just like um, people also just don't go indiscriminately crazy usually. So mm -hmm. that's not good. Uh, also... It feels like you could be crazy. You could be, you could find your, your, the darkness within you, which makes you hot and wear black lipstick, or you could be good. Um, the, this would work better too, if like, it was because Lyra had the title that she was fixated, but it's like very clearly about Lyra and not the title. Mm -hmm. So I actually think that would be kind of cool if she was like nuts about the title and when Lyra mm -hmm. lost it, she's just obsessed with the next and the next and the next mm -hmm. until she gets there or something that's kind of cool. Um, but that's not what this is. I don't really know what this is. And I understand how stables work, but somebody that fights your battles for you when you're champion is kind of not the purpose of pro wrestling. <laughs> Mm, true. <laughs> kind of Which, not. To Lyra's credit, she doesn't want anybody to fight her ballast for her. You know what I yes. mean? Like this is, so that's not. true. You know, it um, is a point of tension. That's a that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. Um 
So, Roxanne has her match versus Tatum Paxley after Tater put her through the table. Um, oh, they got to call um, that like the get the Tater tables. Get the, there's something there. We'll find it anyway. Devon, get the Taters. No? <laughs> get the Taters. We want Taters. That would be a justified what chant if people were like, mm. get the taters, what? Because, like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so, um, Roxanne beats her with Lara on, on commentary, basically just like, what? what's going on with Tatum Paxley? I don't know. And that basic exchange happens about 12 times during the match. Um, so I feel like it's she not really worth more that. comfortable on commentary than she did. In she her did. Promos. I will say that yeah. it was a much more natural sound for her. So that made me happy mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. Um, but you're anyway. right that it was, it didn't, it didn't reveal any information no. about our dear mm-hmm. potato packs. No. So anyway, uh, Roxanne wins with the pop rocks and then she's like mad dog and Lyra while she's in like, you know, and then Tatum attacks her, but very ineffectually. So Roxanne immediately fights back and um, Lyra stops her from beating up uh, Tatum Paxley and then they both are doing this. And they decide to both slowly put their fists down so they can look at each other and point and mouth things that may have been actual words, but I'm not really sure. And then, and then Tatum is like, oh my God, she saved me. So maybe they're doing chapter one, but they're just doing it in the spot of chapter seven. So, yeah. It's a really poorly sequenced Choose Your Own Adventure book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Roxanne is, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't expect her to win. So the match between her and Lyra, she'll be very, very good. But I don't expect her to win. And now, and then after that, what do you do with Roxanne? She looked good in the Rumble. I really enjoyed her and Tiffany in the Rumble together. Tiffany eliminating her and just standing yes. there going, Toodles! <laughs> I did like that. Um, Turn Tiffany, heel. Tiffany. Every now and then I lose a championship match and I change my whole personality. Turn her heel. Thank you. Turn around. Dark eye makeup. <laughs> Turn around, dark eyes, makeup. Every now and then I fall apart. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I just, I hope that Roxanne has a has a clear, um, clear storyline coming out of this. If they turn her heel, I, I, I think it's. That's the dumb thing to do with a as natural a baby face as there is in the world. Yes. But if they do, then I hope she has fun playing the heel part and they give her something other than I have dark eye makeup now. So you know what's a bummer is they gave her kind of like the the prodigy thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have been really cool for her. And that's something that you can flip heel or face yeah. very easily. Deanna with the virtuosa, almost a similar thing of if I'm super cocky, I'm the prodigy that way. If I'm a baby face, I'm just proving that I'm the prodigy by going out there and being a great wrestler. Like, I kind of wish they had just leaned into the direction of it being her ring work because her ring work's incredible. 
and yep. I think outpaces her promos a little bit. And I understand the point of developmental is to get you comfortable with those things, but like it, it just feels like such a such a sweet spot. Like it, it feels like that feels very becoming of her to be called that. So mm-hmm. um, I would I would prefer to see that version of her rather than her have to f- find the evil within or whatever we're gonna do. Right. Or just call um, her up. She's great. Yeah. Um, Luis says, I think a heel turn book by these guys would derail rocks to an extreme point. She has to get called up ASAP. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't like, I don't like the idea of it, but if she's not getting called up, I hope they have real concrete things for her to do as opposed to, I'm just going to be around here and lose most of my matches. Um, Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. I feel like it's encouraging that Tiffany uh, eliminated her in the Rumble because that should be one of those moments that in five years when we're talking about how they're the two biggest stars in the women's division, we get to point to. And Tiffany Tiffany should probably be heel most of the time. Tiffany should probably be heel most of the time, and Roxanne should probably be face most of the time. So I'm glad that they got that moment because that's Mm -hmm. a fun one. Maybe she'll get a black kendo stick, says Austin. Uh, you know what? If Cora Jade gifted it to her, that would be mm-hmm. really sweet. Uh, Ariana is trying to... Um, Did I make, make up? I didn't make this up. Commander Aziz was her heavy for one week on a house show, right? Cora Jade? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought, I remembered that, and I was like, was that a fever dream? No, that mm-hmm. happened. Okay. So our Ariana Venti is um, standing there making, like, trying to give um, Ren Sinclair um, a, a um, advice on how to make it an NXT because because Ariana Venti's been there for so long, she's definitely knows everything about it. Um, but she says she starts like somebody says, she says. All right, now give me your best greeting. And she closes her eyes, and she, and then we hear Fallon say, "Hey, y'all," or something like that. It's like, oh, that's no, that's not good. Don't do that. Don't whatever you do, don't say it like that. That makes you sound like you come from a ranch, and also you smell like a bar. And oh my God, it's Fallon Henley. Um, uh, it has come down to the point with Ariana Venti that I have no problem. With the character work she's doing, it's the sash. If you got rid of the sash, I'd have because women like this exist. Yes, but there was no such thing as Miss NXT. There just isn't. 
They don't have that. That's not a thing you can be. You can't be that. And so if you are wearing a sash, that means you are a crazy person. And I don't understand why you're why you're here. Because I I we didn't see her go insane. She showed up insane. Like Tony Storm slowly went off the rails as a character. So she grandfathered herself into the program. Am I and not then, enough of a star for you anymore? I mean, just, it, it, <laughs> Do I not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know um, I mean? the other thing about her that's, and I, I think it's actually incredible for how young she is, how good she is at the character side of this. And she's pretty good in the ring as well. Mm -hmm. um, but to your point about the creative surrounding it, mm -hmm. um, beauty pageant winners to my knowledge I, i'm i'm not like i'm not gonna be like listen if there's anything i know in this world it's beauty pageants i used to have sleepovers and watch miss america sometimes i know what i'm talking about here but from what i know beauty pageant winners um wear their sashes when they're at signings and stuff um but they sometimes she's in a pageant and sometimes she's just a pageant queen so there's like, it, it's just a weird kind of, sometimes it feels like she's participating in the pageant in front of our eyes. And sometimes we get stuff like we got tonight. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But she she's very good at the, the character side of it. I still, my threshold is always, and will always be, it doesn't really translate to the ring. They figured out, they've, they've gotten close a couple times. I want them to get all the way there with her for her sake. Um, but... Yeah, and I'm also just kind of... Fallon Henley, I feel like, has come a very long way in the ring from what we've seen. And um, we call her Horse Girl. <laughs> but they've kind of reduced it to, like... They they present her on screen how Tiffany Stratton viewed her on screen. Mm -hmm. Of that, mm -hmm. like, you're, you're a ranter and that is gross to us. Because you always smell mm -hmm. like horses. Um, yeah. So, whilst we have fun calling her horse girl, mm -hmm. I would like for them to treat her differently <laughs> in that regard. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this ends up going. Well, she's she's trying to do something where she's like trying to be a big sister to to people to the to the new girls, yes. which is interesting. And we'll see what that what is. So it would um, be a great way to get into a tag team if they're going to try and yeah. have a tag division. She says. Um, um, Oh, to Maddie Sinclairsky, um, she wants her to um, to come and watch the match she's going to have with Ariana Ariana Venti later. I'm so glad um, you reminded me that that's where the segment started because she also just decided that she's British, and I just think that's a really nice way to honor the legacy of Timothy Thatcher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Anyway, um. Uh, Lola Vice <laughs> defeated Electra Lopez. We knew that was going to happen. It was a decent little match. Lola Vice is, um, hits her with a back spinning heel kick, knocks her the F out, and sends her over to SmackDown, where she will join a bunch of three guys and a girl factions. Um, it this is this is what they've done on SmackDown. They are a pizza place away. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> Although, although every 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 of these things, they need to have the specific kind of restaurant. There's two different le, le, the Mexican restaurants. Or Perfect. Wait, wait, maybe one of the restaurants is Puerto Rican. I'm not really sure, but like it's the, the different Latin flavors of restaurants. There, uh, maybe a soul food restaurant for Bobby Bobby Lashley. Not really sure there, and I have no idea what the hell Carrie and Cross eats. Um, 
souls of darkness <laughs> what i don't know what he eats but anyway. uh, can i get a just a the darkness <laughs> with but a I, side I, dressing, on the side, <laughs> dressing on the side dressing on the side um <laughs> this is good um <clears throat> I, I think this should be Electra Lopez getting called off. I think there's a lot of people yeah, that well, feel she that you're one of those people. Um, she, she she's was, a very yeah. complete part of that picture, and I think that would be great. Yeah. Um, I but I no, I I like that they've that they've decided on SmackDown we have a whole bunch of these factions, and all of them, for the most part, excuse me, for the most part have three guys and a girl, which means there's an infinite number of different combinations we could make for these the mid card on smackdown is really interesting to me because of all these different things that they're doing um i'm uh i'm in i'm into seeing what that goes to be and i i think that that electra lopez versus lena vega can be a lot of fun uh yes. lena's so tiny and electra's so so statuesque um i think there could be some some good stuff there um eventually it's a shame they're both just so hideous Yes, it is true. It's true. Um, uh, Shabu again says uh, Shabu again or Shabu again. Shabu again says uh, uh, beauty our homie says um, beauty pageant aficionado Kate Elizabeth. It is true. I uh, mm -hmm. had many amateur makeovers to various mm -hmm. Miss Universe and Miss America pageants mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. the context of a slumber party so i know mm -hmm. what i'm talking about and i have also seen miss congeniality mm -hmm. several times thank you mm -hmm. uh shabu again says uh ryan reynolds pokes his head out of a car while watching smackdown eh, it's been done the show this joke <laughs> is from the deep, deep cut it is from an episode of the simpsons um of course it is if i'm confused uh, it's because it's from the simpsons the only faction in on smackdown without a girl is the bloodline tamina where are you at says Luis. oh that'll be that'll be naomi when she turns heel um so um <clears throat> Lola Vice looks really good. I hope she cashes in her her, her at a glance now. She doesn't Got have it. she doesn't have a friend to beat up the person some more to help her get but you gotta cash in the at a glance. You gotta do it. Um it's true. Um she she looked really great. I love her. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm glad Lyra steered away from the spinning heel kick too, because Lola Vice is great. Um mm -hmm. I'm very much looking forward to seeing her kind of be in this next crop up of women stars that we're getting in NXT. Cause I think that that top echelon is a little bit filled out and they'll probably move up yeah. soon. I think she's one of those ones that they can point to and say, we did really great work with. So yeah, be good. Um, Dijak is sitting in his <laughs> closet. <laughs> so much. Um, he's writing some notes. And then uh, Joe Gacy walks in. He's like, uh, "So this is where you. This is like I like the ambiance and everything. Blah blah blah. Um, uh, get out of here. Blah 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 blah. Like you know, say you should something about like this isn't the last time you're gonna have to deal with me. It wasn't the first time. Blah blah blah. And he like reaches over and he pushes play." on his little tape recorder, his cassette tape recorder. And apparently he had been in there before and recorded himself talking, not saying anything threatening, just saying, I really like your office. And this <laughs> makes, this throws Dijak into a rage. How dare you like my office? And then they beat each other up and they keep fighting backstage. 
And eventually they fight <laughs> until they go outside and they're on top of a, a storage container overlooking a dumpster. And they fight, and then Dijak knocks them off the off the, the into a dumpster. And um, and then later, minutes and minutes and minutes later, Ariana, uh, not Ariana, uh, Ava. Ava is not Ariana Venti. Ava, Ava, Ava. Ava, <laughs> Ava, yeah, Ava, Ava's like, how dare you? Um, how, 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 how dare you? That's a horrible. I, 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 I'm. Um, you're lucky. You're not suspended for this. You knocked a man into some garbage from a height of four feet. You get the hell out of my sight. You gotta give me a match against Joe Gacy this Sunday at Vengeance Day. I can't do it. He's obviously in no, in no, um, in in no condition. There are all these people standing around, including people who are obviously dressed like EMTs. And this has been minutes since he fell in there. Minute, like <laughs> 20 minutes. He then climbs out of the dumpster with like, like ramen noodles hanging out of his beard. And he spits out a coffee filter. And he says, I actually, I really like that idea. No DQ, that sounds good. So, no, like, how is how do you know he's in no condition to compete? You didn't sit, none of the EMTs are like, I can't get in there. It's a dumpster. I can't possibly get in there. They should probably have checked on him beforehand. It was very funny. I liked it a lot. I loved the <laughs> being incensed by the non-threatening things that were on the recorder. It was yeah. very fun for me. Uh, fans of The Office will remember the parkour episode cold yes. open um where he goes to do a gainer and then just mm -hmm. falls into the box that's what this looked mm -hmm. like to me i was laughing very hard um i will say whilst i appreciate and can understand your nitpick of the emts being like having not seen him i think mm -hmm. if somebody throws you into a dumpster it's okay to make the conclusion that they're probably not ready to go but I understand what you're saying. You have not done your job as an EMT if you have made zero evaluations or attempts to do it. But I also understand jumping to the conclusion of Dijak threw that man into a dumpster and we haven't seen him. Just um, get him out of the dumpster. How about that? Like, if he has an open wound, it's indefinitely infected. Like, oh, yeah. Please... Especially since he's Oscar the Grouch in it in there, just <laughs> swimming around, comes out with a coffee filter in his mouth and ramen in his face. Uh, the visual of that, I actually really like. There's a lot of things that I don't love about the production of NXT, but this, I, I loved this whole setup. I, th I thought it was very fun, and I thought they were going to go in a serious direction with it. They've gone sillier, but this is a, a sillier that's working for me so far. Um, Oscar the uh, Oscar the Grouch in it is, is the only <laughs> thing that this has ever come out of this. Because... Uh, I'm usually the one who's Oscar the Grouch in it by saying everything is trash. Um, that's it's very called funny. a trash can, not a trash can't. Mm -hmm. mm, I like that. Um, I am I'm very excited for this no DQ match between Dijak and yes. Joe Casey. I think they're going to uh, have a lot of fun coming up with crazy things to do to each other. Um, I agree, and Alex, to be honest. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be one of Joe Gacy's best matches because I think we're going to be like, this was entertaining, and then be like, oh, remember, he can really go. But if yeah. I had to lay odds on what my favorite match was mm -hmm. going to be, yeah, that would be a weird prop bet, admittedly. It really would be an odd thing to bet on. But mm -hmm. should that information need to be publicly available, do you know where mm -hmm. you can find that? Um, I, would, I would... I would... I would... 
I would say maybe there's some place online where you could bet, maybe some place called bet. Oh my god, um, Alex. Yeah. You're like you're pretty dead on, but I'm gonna let Sean Ross Sapp tell you all about it. He's got this whole oh, thing about uh, it. He's okay. gonna tell you all about oh. it. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here to tell you about Bet Online AG. The highest credit card acceptance industry-wide, 25-plus year track record, safe and secure online environments, payouts in minutes, the fastest in the industry. You can bet big with their high limits and rebet functionality, the earliest line so odds open before the competition, the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit, and we're talking on everything. Wrestling, they got it. MMA, they got it. Boxing, they got it. But hey, you know what? I know we're fightful. We don't just live for that. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, racing, esports, anything you can think of. Not only that, this is exclusively where Fightful gets our lines from. If you hear us talking about lines on a prediction show or on our our post shows, it is always from BetOnline AG. Please bet responsibly and only bet what you can. BetOnline.ag. You know, it's kind of, I bet online AG is wonderful. And so is Sean Reed, Sean's read mm-hmm. about it. But when we did the Wednesday show, the ad mm-hmm. reads that we had for those were caught with sock images. I got to reenact them backstage. Mm-hmm. The, and But these ones didn't happen. No, no, we, we got to like somehow like get those imported over here. So that, yeah, you know, we're going to have to, I think it's just more reasonable to be like, Sean, we need you to recut every ad read you've done so that I can make mm-hmm. funny faces and gestures backstage mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> hey there's this um, big football game coming up it's called the super bowl you're probably gonna want to bet on that bet on AJ. i'm just saying no we're gonna we're definitely we're definitely getting sued now because the nfl only allows you to say the big game if you don't carry it on your network so it's the big game oh well featuring the, featuring <laughs> featuring the city of big game featuring the city of kansas Native American leaders and the Bay Area prospectors. It's Taylor Swift versus the world. Let's just call it what it is. Um, Shabu again says, like a phoenix rises from the ash and Gacy rises from a dumpster with his first good segment. Also, it's been a while. This was a new segue. Uh, Thank you very much. Appreciate you again and again. Mm -hmm. Go Ace. All right. Lexus King and Rich Holland had a match. <sighs> oh, wait. Sorry. It's in my contract. I have to do this now. You do? Mm-hmm. I have to slide in. It's almost the oh. Chris Collins where I slide in. Oh, yeah. No, the, the, the slide. That's good. I'm so cool. I'm so cool. I'm Lexus King. Um, Booker T's infatuation with Lexus King. Where does this come from? Do you do you think like the same place that or? his unjustified hatred from the New Day comes from? And the and I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No idea. Like with Roxanne, he clearly has like a a paternal affection for her because he trained her, and right. she's been such an impressive mm-hmm. young victory for the school that he trained her at. Lexus right. King. I got nothing. I I really don't know. <laughs> it's so funny because we 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 need Roxanne to turn heel, if only for the continuity of Booker. 
because he <laughs> loves the scumbags so much, but he's just so pro Roxanne. Um, so yeah, he. I don't under. I don't. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> we it's, we we've had we've we've had a we've a had a. An entire overhaul of all of, 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 the, of the commentary. Pat McAfee is back full-time on Raw. Your mileage may vary on that one. Corey Graves is apparently going to try being a play-by-play guy on SmackDown. That's a thing. We're going to have to see how that works out. Wade Barrett's back on SmackDown. Um, and, That's great. And Vic, Vic Joseph... When he heard what they did were, he do? When he heard they were shuffling the commentary desks around, he had to be like, okay, <laughs> finally, if I'm not moving, at least Booker's out of here, right? Because he is more and more frustrated with Booker T. But his worshipping of Lexus King is really unsettling. Um, and um so Joe Gacy and the and the Gallus boys. Uh, uh, Gallus boys on top. Uh, they run out, and uh, Ridge Holland kicks their asses one on three. But then he's an idiot who just walks into the rope hung version of his weird little the 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 coronation, his little twisting yeah. thing, his reverse crossroads. Um, and he and Lexus King wins, and um. And then uh, you Booker's like, yeah, bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't I don't know what this is, but whatever. But whatever it's not my thing. Uh, I feel like my problem with this, other than <laughs> the man crush part, uh, <clears throat> if Ridge Holland wants Gallus, all of Gallus to fight him. If, and you are three dudes. Why is there a single hesitation in taking that fight right away? I don't know. Like, you have the advantage. You are three dudes against Ridge Holland, who we're going to we're gonna talk about how gargantuan Bob Wagner is in a minute. Um, mm. And in shorter than Duke Hudson. Uh, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but I just feel like they should just have that match. That's not something that needs an extensive setup here. Like, why Why are you not taking that match if you're Gallus? You're former tag team champions. You got three dudes. Two of them are real big. Um, and there was one guy on the other side. And he mm-hmm. wants to fight all three of you at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. This kid also, this, this hair is versatile today because it's also Andre Chase, who, as you said, auctioned off his comb mm-hmm. collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shabu again says his full title is big time get from AEW Alexis King. Um, That's being nice to tell it, but yes. We will see what comes of this. What's in store? Um, Ridge Holland, I'm sure, is getting his match versus Joe Gacy and 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 such, but like until then, who knows? Um, Chase you. I'm gonna, they they were coming out for a funeral. They were all dressed in black, um, and I was like, "This is it." I prayed for this, and it happened. That's 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 how I felt. I felt like Drew McIntyre last night. That finally, um, finally, uh, everything that I wanted was going to come true for me, and instead, 
they just had they had a really schlocky um video package um it is they, they were going for a certain thing but like the people who were like wow this just proves what a fun thing chase you has been all man i do not understand like you and i view things so differently as to what is entertaining uh or or good or and also like well, they, they they did a lot of work keeping Bodie. Remember Bodie, who was like oh the secondary God. character, and then he got fired. We never found out why. I don't think we ever found out why, but at least it I never became public. Uh, but he got fired, and but he was the guy with Chase with like before Thea Hale ever showed up. Actually, she and Thea, he and Thea Hale were like there for like a week or two. Yeah, there was a very short crossover with the two of them. Yes, and then he he left, but he was like the whole. The whole reason we started, I think, the whole reason we were supposed to start liking Andre Chase was because he sacrificed himself for his student in a feud with Von Wagner, the evil Von Wagner. <laughs> so, of course, they can't show any of that stuff. So, it was just like a bunch of, like, random little clips of him yelling at his students. Oh, God, how heartwarming. Um, And then they finally came to the end of it and it's like, wow, this is that's really it. I can't believe... Everything we've done, it's all over. Goodbye, Chase. You, it's over now. And then JC Jane comes out, and JC Jane says, "Don't worry, we figured it out. We are not only have I have I have I taken us, have I got us out of debt. I'm taking us to the promised land." And I was, "What is the promised land? Was there something else that?" All she said is, "Now I've got enough money. We've got enough money based on." the projected sales of this thing we're going to talk about in a second to take chase you out of debt and into the next decade. The thing that she is banking on sales for is a sexy co-eds calendar. And if you don't know what that is, it's because they haven't been a thing really since in 20 years, it was a thing that like sororities would do. In the 80s to raise money. They'd like they'd get photos of them like wearing bikinis and then they'd print them up at a Kinko's and they'd sell them on the quad and you'd make some money. And the, what they're saying is that the pre-sales of a, a far bygone thing that doesn't really happen anymore all going to be sold in Clarksville, Tennessee at Vengeance Day this Sunday are going to be enough to fund, fully fund a university from now into the 2030s. And to that, I say no. I say no, it's not. It's not. This is, again, just as an objection to this as an overall all, all storytelling device to say nothing of having a we are a bunch of sexy young women posing for pictures and selling our bodies in this way um, right after the Vince McMahon thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this made me extremely uncomfortable. And I, I do want to say, like, I, I get situations of um, people that can separate what's on TV from what's in real life. I'm not always great at that. And especially when things happen so quickly back to back. Um, and there's a lot of issues with this for me. And there's a lot of things that just make me think that they must have a really 
bad public relations department based on the press conference that we saw and this still going to air. Um, and it's not just because sexy girls. It's because it's sexy women's talent. There's an exchange of thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars here. Um, and all that money is going to help an authority figure of an institution. Um, and it's being viewed as a saves the day kind of thing. That makes me very uncomfortable uh, as a women's wrestling fan, as a female wrestling fan, not just a fan of women's wrestling. Um, and I think it's a really unfair thing to do to JC Jane and the talent there. Now, I appreciated that they tried to angle it towards like JC Jane was taking this on as an empowerment thing. And mm -hmm. I fully believe this was always the plan. And in fact, if you go back probably a month yeah. ago, you can hear Alex say, this is going to be like a sexy calendar thing, right? Like this was coming down the pike the whole time. I'm not saying that this was like a punctuation mark on anything. I am saying they should have pivoted away from this. I felt like it was a, a really, really, really bad call to do this. And let's not pretend this storyline has been super clean and they had to execute it this way. It's been very twisty and turny. And it should have been a debt to Tony D and the family from the beginning, in my opinion. Um, so I just think... Hundreds of thousands of dollars he is in debt. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And like... Then you're going to fund the university for a minimum of six years because into the next decade, they said. And I, I got to be honest, I don't, other than like those giant desk calendars where you can write stuff, I don't know anybody who has a picture calendar anymore because we all have computers and phones. Like, I don't even know who buys a calendar, never mind like a sexy co-ed calendar. But just the, the sexualizing of talent this week, the exchange of money for something that is portrayed as sexy and that money going toward an institution and an authority figure um, is something that made me very, very uncomfortable watching this. And I know we're oftentimes very loud and emphatic, but I, I sincerely think um, that was a wildly tone deaf decision to allow this to continue in that direction and, and to go to air. Um, outside of it, if you like the after school special feel of this, this felt like that Saved by the Bell episode to you, I get it. Um, but to me, when I was watching this package, and I already saw people saying it in the chat, that they know what I'm going to say. And that's, like, I really genuinely thought when we got Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson, and Duke Hudson was out there having really good matches with him. And you had mm -hmm. Cameron Grimes talking about the significance of his hair. And you had him with this poker angle saying, but luck is for losers. Like, the, all these nuanced callbacks in this very weird era of the beginning of the new NXT 2.0. Um, I looked at that guy and was like, he's got the look. He's a bigger dude. They like those guys who are six foot five and over. Um, he's an extremely natural talker. I think I compared him to Adam Copeland because he reminded me of Edge in that way. Like it was a very, his, the ease with which he talked. Um, and I, they've just mostly had this guy lugging around an MVP trophy. Um, yep. so it, it just, uh, felt like they've really wasted him. And when the story, the only time I was bought into chase you is when the story was on him because it felt like he was going to dismantle it from the inside or save it. And they kind of flirted with that line pretty well. Um, and then they didn't do anything with it. And then I was kind of out on it again, but, uh, it, it's just creatively frustrating because this being the ending, 
not only in light of everything that's happened this week, but is an outdated trope. And then on top of that, you had so many chances to have the gambling debt be paid off to. They kind of implied it without the mud, and they definitely should have done it with the D'Angelo family. Uh, it, it just feels like a creatively poor, poorly executed creative on so many fronts. If you go back to the beginning of this whole thing, it is heavily implied that they are in debt specifically to Tony D. Yes. And that was the one time you and ever liked them. <laughs> that was, was the one, one time I thought where we were you were like, they're going to get me to like them. <laughs> just the idea of, oh my God, we, we got to get out of hock to Tony D. He's going to break my thumbs. Guys. Like, uh, there was, there was, uh, was could have been really great. Shabu again says, nobody could have called an audible on this. I don't believe they have the cap capacity to call an audible on something that they've been trying to do this. Um, but um, yeah. And you leave it off Jim TV for a week and you revisit I mean, it and figure it out for the week then. Like there, there's just no excuse yeah. for this going to air in, in my opinion. Jambeard says, Kate and her bangs were the month of smarch on the case on the Chase U calendars. <laughs> Boom. They, they brought out the women who are a uh, apparently a part of this calendar and they were all just like, at least they didn't have them come out in lingerie or something. Yeah. They had them come out and they were fully clothed. I guess that's nice. But then all these, all they cut all these men in, in the in into the stands, like holding each other back from jumping over the rails to get to these women. And I'm like, this doesn't work anymore. Like, listen, these these are all men in their 20s. They know Pornhub's free. I don't know what they're doing looking for looking for a, a calendar. No, you like, give us some in the bots. You can't say prawn hub on here. I mean but or um, other other things. I also think um yeah it, it the feeling I got was do you remember the worst survivor series ever when everybody was focused on the fact that like they said they were going to deliver the rock and they were like, here's an, here's a golden egg for Austin theory. Uh -huh. Do you remember when they got out of the limousine, when Vince got out of the limo and the, mm -hmm. the talent was just lined up clapping. That's what the, like we trotted out the hot girls thing felt like to me because yeah, I am just operating at a higher level of sensitivity this week. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I'm very thankful that it feels like the men in this angle have always been very respectful to the women yeah. in this angle because it would feel icky. <laughs> Later, um, Chase, you are celebrating having now that they're funded into 20, 2030s. Then um, Lexus King walks up and hits on JC Jane and uh, Thea Hale. And then Riley Osborne's like, hey, you can't do that. And uh, then Lexus King says, nobody likes you and walks away. And then Thea Hale says, everybody likes you. I like you. Well, I like you kind of. So just here's the deal. This, it was possible. There was a, a small possibility, I, I grant you, but it was possible today that this was going to be the end of my hate affair with, um, with Chase U. That it would be gone forever and we wouldn't have to see him anymore. And now we're getting this until 2035 so the idea that it's just the same the same talent too bottoms in his late 40s we're just mm -hmm. like, <laughs> um yeah. i i just i can't relate to someone who's been nervous on, on having a crush on a guy at mm -hmm. all so mm -hmm. i just mm -hmm. i'll never um always extremely smooth in the way right. that i operate mm -hmm. and a very cool 
There was a promo that starts with Tony D driving a car fast at a tunnel. And then and then they all stand around saying like um they're just 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 twisting the knife. Her name is Big Ange, damn it. Her name is Big Ange. Her I name know, is but then Angela, they did something really and then good. she is big, and then you shorten Angela. No, they did not. No, I'm sorry. No, you could easily say call Ange. I don't care if you call Rizzo, call Ange is fine. It's the that's her name is Big Ange. <laughs> They got me with this so good, though. I love this one. Call Rizzo. Um, she is extremely natural walking into something she's great. very weird, man. She's she's, she's, she's great. really, really good. She's um, great, and her name is Big Ange. Like, I'm not I'm not dropping this effort. Okay, you you got me with the call Ange, because call Riz, I was I was actually in on uh call Riz. I was in on the whole style of this segment. Um, but you're right, Call Ange would have worked just as well, and then she would have been big Ange. But I like I love that if our chat Angela Rizzo, it would have been fine, but no. You know what? You're right. They went out of the way. They went out of the way to do that. I love that our chat is like she's big Ange. <laughs> lit big up, Ange. lit up the chat with the big Ange right. stuff. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, you know what's funny, yeah. Alex? What's funny? With these guys is they it feels like they want a lot of people to sleep with the fishes. But why sleep with the fishes when you can sleep on an extremely comfortable mattress? You're not gonna wanna have cement shoes, you're gonna wanna kick your shoes off under mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Helix sleep mattress. When I'm traveling, the thing I miss the most is my bed. That's because I've got a Helix Sleep mattress. I worked with Helix Sleep before it ever became helixsleep.com slash Fightful. During the pandemic, I needed a new mattress. My back was hurting. I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. It was not working for me, but I didn't want to go to a mattress store. I wouldn't have wanted to even if it was the pandemic at the time. But I looked up and found helixsleep.com slash Fightful. And I found a ton of five-star reviews. I found a ton of benefits. There are so many different options. There are options for for people who sleep too warm, people that want their spine aligned, people who want just anything. And how, how do you how do you find what you need from helixsleep.com slash fightful? You take an online questionnaire and when you fill it out, they will find your preferences and match you up to the mattress that works for you. I got the Dusk Lux model. And right now, you can get 25% off any purchase for a limited time using the code FIGHTFUL, and you get two free dream pillows. I've had a lot of neck issues, and helixsleep.com slash FIGHTFUL has really helped me out in this regard. It's been put over by Wired, GQ, Good Housekeeping, all kinds of people, most importantly, FIGHTFUL. But they have over 30,000 five-star reviews they have great flexible financing plans, and it comes straight to your door. If you don't like it, after 100 nights, they'll just come get it for you. What do you have to lose? Invest in your sleep. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful. Very good. I want to do this one, but I'm going to read some um, some puns. Oh, yeah. Rob Cup says, hi, Kate. I know it's super last minute, but is it still possible to buy an ad read on the Fightful Awards? Oh my gosh, it is for the low, low rates that we have. There are a couple of categories open. Uh, feel free to DM me or email me at kate at fightful.com. See, there you go. Perfect. Get yours today. 
All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> Let's see here. <clears throat> One airplane winged angel. <laughs> Chris That's Pereira. Not, don't get on that. Don't get on that plane. Mm-mm. It's not good. Luis Polito says top flight. And Tom Valley says Dante and Darius Martin top uh, plane. I mean, I appreciate that you tried to switch it up. I respect it, but you can just mm-hmm. go. <laughs> Beard says LAX, which is beautiful. Perfect. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says Blackpool Mile High Club. <laughs> Gross, but funny. <laughs> Jay Pringle says uh, the Spirit Airlines squad pay for every cheer. Um, <clears throat> Greg Cherry back again with altitude adjustment. <laughs> Altitude adjustment. Also, the second half of that rule. Yeah, love you both. Got a new job. Love you, Jerry. That's awesome, Jerry. Great. Love you too. Good momentum. We like it. 2024 is going to be better. Uh Um, uh, Jet Sky Blue from Enormous. Also, (laughs) Boeing will be the plane ride from hell because your windows will pop off, and that's not good. If the wings Um, stays done. (laughs) Pieces says Blackpool Cockpit Club. Very good pieces. That's my, that's, that's my favorite so far. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Trinfamous says Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta Airlines, Shield. <laughs> Shielda. <laughs> Shielda. Um, Shielda? Uh, like the mm-hmm. Linda in the Shielda? Yeah, that's right. Um, Matthew Hook says Reach for the Techno Skies 2000. Kate. See collision? I'm not seeing um, collision yet. I'm very excited though. Escape the cage matches are not for me, but I'm looking forward to it. Um uh Orion Band 666. Oh wait, we got that one. Um and then uh ZSG ZSJ pre-check. <laughs> you don't have to take your shoes off, you just yell dickhead at everybody. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True infamous says Chase U, United Airlines. Chase U Airlines. Surely we can't be doing airplane puns, says your dad. <laughs> we are doing airplane puns, dad. Don't call me Shirley. There you go. Um, uh, <laughs> Jambeard says, yes, we are, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, excellent. Oh, I love um, it so much. And Ricardo says, uh, Mariah Mayday. That's very good. Uh-huh. Um, you name TBD. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like being in Ricardo's surname ter- uh, purgatory. It's weird. Uh, Gemini season, instead of soul plane, it's solo plane. <laughs> uh, we already got this one. I, I love it so much. True, true it's great. Black Pool Cockpit no. Club is so good. Excellent. Um, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Photo sends in one from Louisville. Tour of the aisle seats. Love oh, Jeff, I love, love it so much. Love, love Jeff Cobb. Um, oh, that finishes. Uh, says, the big red flying machine. It's got to be. It's got to be plane. <laughs> you don't want that to happen either. You don't want flames to shoot out the sacks. No. Mm. Um, Tom the Valley says, Joey Janela. Do you like movies about gladiators? <laughs> Chris Ferreira says, um, top flight attendant. Very good. Very good. Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, be sure to secure your own luchador mask before assisting others. Turbulence Archer. 
Adam Cope landing gear. <laughs> Just the niche of the landing gear. Beautifully mm -hmm. done. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, tray tables, ladders, and chairs. Very good. Get them in the locked and upright position, man. Chris Pereira says, Tyler Gate. <laughs> Such as Zen flight. The rock and sock connecting flight. <laughs> We're so fun. Uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, Chris Barrera says the hurt business class. Very nice. Very well done. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ricardo says, says first class, Lieutenant Photo. I think that's a response to one of his things, which is very good. Um uh okay hold on um oh true infamous says fight pit no the cockpit gotta have this fight in the cockpit um ian rick ian rickaboni says ian rickaboni boeing ivy nile very competent ivy nile seat i love that another another turbulence archer very good um ian rickaboni says lavatory wilson the legs <laughs> to get you there, man. Just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. walking down um, those aisles. Uh, Meet Norma says TSA kid. Bag <laughs> baggage claim club. Bianca Bell Airplane? Yes, Bianca Bell Airplane. Yes. TSA kid is so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, this was they start to get dark here. Oh, ENR <laughs> says hijack Perry. That's not the Rick um, says says plane crash Holly, and then Ricardo with Kaz, Kamikaze Nina Ray. Okay, that's that's a bit much. Those are dark but indisputably really good. Yeah, um, they're funnier than and, they are sad. Uh, Shabu Shabu again says flight puns. LAX is king. <laughs> I respect that because you could have just uh, gone for LAX. Mm-hmm. The uh, thing at LAX is when they come onto the cockpit, they're all just, or onto yeah. the um, tarmac. Yes. It's just like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, True infamous says Jade cargo plane, Car <laughs> cargo plane. Very nice. Um, uh, <sighs> Shabu again says where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Cody, <laughs> roads. Um, I miss you, Shabu again. Jim Beard says, Obafemi Airlines, we'll just toss you to the next time zone. <laughs> Obafemi Airlines, we'll toss mm -hmm. you to the next time zone. Mm -hmm. Thank you for flying with us. Jesse Ozog says, what could be funnier than just money plane? That's good. Money plane. Very mm -hmm. nice. And of course, Jim Beard Okada, the plane maker. <laughs> Where's the plane going to go? Is it going to be in NXT? Is it going to be in AEW? Don't know. Don't know. Um, Shabu again says to paraphrase Boris from chat, Marvin Gaye once said, When Booker gets that feeling, he needs lectual healing. <laughs> lectual healing. And Shabu again also says, uh, New fightful sponsor, Helixis King. <laughs> Not the puns, okay. but we'll take it. He's gonna take your money. Oh, there's one more. Oh. There, oh, there he is. You're right. You're right. There is one. <laughs> Pretty Peter Aileron. <laughs> that goes to Ireland, I believe, right? I believe. I think, and I think Andy Brown might be a new super chatter. So thank you for super chatting with us, Andy Brown. Very nice. I think. I'm sorry if I've missed you before. 
Um, the OTM have a have a thing about they're talking to each other about how good they are. Um, the 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 one thing about this that is very good because Luis po- points this out, they refer to Tony and Stacks and uh, Big Ange as albondigas. Albondigas. Do you know what an albondigas is? No. Meatballs. So, <laughs> call them meatballs. Okay, that's excellent. They call them albondigas, which is meatballs in Spanish, which is really great. Um, poor Beach. He can't even get his former tag partner um, best friend even look at him while he's talking to him, like, you know, like, oh, sorry. I, I, he's like, oh, anyway, so, so you, you got this. I actually did. And I haven't even talked to, 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 to Double Vest in a long time. But, uh, I, oh, you got to go. Oh, oh, okay. He's just, he's so forlorn, the big dumb idiot. Like, he's just, he's just so. There's a really funny bad. line in a John Mulaney special where he says he looks like a guy that if you spilled soup in his lap, he'd apologize to you. And that's how he comes across in some of these. Mm-hmm. He's just always so okay. A little oh. Eeyore-ish. A little Eeyore-ish. Oh. Mm. Um. But uh, yeah, horse girl's got to go. She can't sit here and talk to him saying whatever. Uh, he's got to. He's got to go. Um, she's got to go and have a match with uh, Ariana Venti, uh, which she loses because a metaphor comes out. And uh, not um, the metaphor. Five. I was not there. No, uh, Jakara Jackson dis- distracts the ref, and um, uh, Fallon gets kicked by Lash Legend, and then rolled into the ring. Um, and uh, just <sighs> pinned by Ariana Venti, and that is that is that. So uh, Ariana Venti gets a gets her, you know, her. Can't emphasize enough. Yeah, love that we get a lot of screen time for the women. We could do better with what's on the screen for the women. Um, mm-hmm. We could also do better with what's on the screen for the men in a lot of situations. So, True. but just True. saying. Um, True. This didn't need a distraction finish to set this up, I don't think. No. And they they do rely on this a lot. Of, right. Um, I mean, we saw it earlier with Ridge Holland and mm-hmm. Lexus King, right? And Gallus came out and did exactly this. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. just just gets tiresome to see the same thing over and over again, especially in the same episode. Yeah. Uh, Shabu again asks, uh, is Beach just Eeyore with a Southern accent? <laughs> kind of. He's kind of, he's, he's at least that depressed, so... You know. Yeah, it feels that way. Uh, good morning, if it is a good morning, which I doubt. It's basically this. It's, it's basically the same guy. Um. Now I feel so bad oh. for our, our. Yeah, I was at our guy. little beach, which is not. Put mm-hmm. it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> uh, Brickaker and Corbin are officially now the Wolf Dogs because Corbin calls them the Wolf Dogs and they like the name the Wolf Dogs and so now they're the Wolf Dogs. Need to remind you, Braun Brickaker is having a, a, a he is involved in a scene on on Raw, heavily implying he will be signing with SmackDown. So I don't, I just I don't it. It feels like if he's going to SmackDown, it's like, hey, Baron, have fun. If you find a new partner, on, let me dude. let me know. But I'm I'm going to SmackDown. I'll be there on Friday. I gotta I gotta <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I'm out. I mean, you so you could just call Baron Corbin up too. 
Like there's there's no reason you, you, you couldn't. You could, um, but they would need they would need a third guy and a girl to be on SmackDown. It's true. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um, what are the funniest third guy and a girl that we could choose? Mm-hmm. Let's just pick the silliest thing that we can. I think What's I think Ron and I thing? would get along. I think Ron and I would get along. Uh, Baron, I don't know. I'm not really sure. He might yeah. he might end of days me pretty quick. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I I like I like the, the 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 chemistry between these two guys now. They've like they found something. Yes. It works. And it is the kind of thing I wouldn't mind seeing them do if it felt like we had two months until it was call-up season. You know what I mean? But this feels like we got two weeks. So you're just now finding this thing. Like, Braun was a really vicious, like, mean-spirited heel. Now it feels like he's found this tweener part between, like, hey... I just I'm I I'm fast and I'll spear you out of your boots, but I'm gonna do it with honor. And then they're like, okay, now you've decided to make fun of a dude's horrible childhood head condition. Um, like that's a thing that you did. Um, oh my god, that is a thing that they did. And then that's what they, you got taken out by the air. Remember? Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, devastating. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that. Um, and now he's like this tweener thing, and I wanted to see him like figure out a way to sink into it, but I don't know if they're gonna have time. Uh, speaking of sinking, Von Wagner, um, I, I don't know what his, his thing now, Kate, is this. I lose the tables. I have a big match, either the culmination of a very long feud or a title match. I'm going to lose just straight up lose. And but it was okay because I'm such a sore loser that I'm gonna put somebody through a table afterwards and the crowd's gonna go crazy for it. And I just don't feel like that's good. He loses to, to Noam Dar in two straight falls. It's a best two out of three. Like the first guy to get to the to second fall wins. And he just won two in a row. Just boom, done. Not, we're moving. And Von Wagner is, he loses the first one because he's more concerned with attacking his friend. Um, uh, he, he beats on Noam Dar at the end of the first bell. Five or six punches. Um, and uh, And they don't disqualify him for it. No. So uh, then he then he's angry and like they're trying to drag him to the corner and he like picks Noam Dar up by the arms and says, no, you can't have him. He's mine. This is the break between the rounds like he's had he they made this match two weeks ago. Did nobody explain to him the rules? So then he decides to go after Ora Mensa and then walks, turns around, gets kicked right in the face with the Nova Roller, gets pinned. And then. The second fall that he gets is because he's a big dumb idiot who runs into the turnbuckle. And and then he gets the jackknife pin from Noam Dar. Noam Dar didn't didn't cheat, didn't grab the tights, didn't put his feet on the ropes, just beat him in two straight falls. But that's okay, apparently, because what matters is that he stood tall after the match was already over by power bombing a non-related guy through a table. Uh, do you have your monkey's paw handy? I do. 
we have been wanting so badly a Noam Dar clean victory. Uh, True. I, I so badly wanted him to have something that was like two falls, something that, that felt establishing. And the fact that he's the champion, not that this group mm-hmm. is the champion. Noam Dar looked really good in this. I love the clutch at the end or the jackknife, whatever that was. Um, yep. Instead of something that could easily have been a roll up, like the extra, like mm-hmm. I love Noam Dar for that. Not just because of his great fashion and his incredible hair and his entertaining promos. Mm-hmm not sucking up because I want it to be the meta five, but sincerely he's just a phenomenal in-ring worker and they have stunted that so much in this heritage cup run that I was so excited that we got to see him do some cool stuff. But, and I, I hate to, to harp on negativity when it comes to talent because who the am I, mm-hmm. but I, I just, I don't know how to do this job and not point out that like, we just have not seen any growth from, Von Wagner in the ring, like it's just shoulder blocks and not like it, it's just very repetitive and not super well done. Even the table spot, I was a little nervous. He hit the table, but like Oramenta was a little close to the back end of the table and I was scared yeah. <laughs> that he was going to miss it. Um, he didn't, thankfully. Uh, and I, I hate to, to be negative on in ring because I don't know anything about in ring, but it just feels like from a somewhat educated eye watching him. Like there's just been really not a lot of progress here, and it's it's frustrating to see, um, mm-hmm. and and I, Noam Dar could have had a clean win that made him feel established in two falls with someone really really good, a Nathan Fraser or whoever, um, Axiom. We already did, I guess, but like there there's plenty of talent that we that we could have seen in that spot. Um, and had something that felt establishing like the win that we got tonight. So I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that we got that piece of it. Very refreshing to see Noam Dar just working and not having tons of interference or um, shortened rounds or anything like that. But uh, I, I just, the, the comedy's not for me. The in-ring's definitely not there for me. I, I, I hate to, to constantly cast aspersions, but like, it's just, not good and then the cop out of i lost but i put someone through a table it's not even like he's putting them through a table to soften them up for a rematch like he's just pointlessly putting them through a table and then they're back on tv the next week so it's also pointless in addition to that um and i don't find it funny so i it's just very much uh, the least for me thing that we get on a regular basis i would say yeah it's not at all <clears throat> what I think we should be doing especially with the with the heritage cup division but I, I just don't understand the, the 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 prolonged thing of let's cheer for a guy who is a, who is bad at doing the wrestling part and is such a sore loser that he then attacks people after he loses I'm very glad that you brought that up though because I did want to mention too like the times that we've seen von Wagner more successful has been not matches like this like the heritage mm. cup environment doing something different like putting you in a different environment can sometimes pull a different side out of a wrestler and sometimes that's really really cool mm-hmm. um but when you don't have an established skill set you can't pull a side out of someone because we don't know what they do and who they are and this yeah. was just very very ill-suited for the things that von Wagner can at least do sufficiently right <clears throat> Main event is uh, the segment, anyway, is Ellie Dragunov and Trick Williams face-to-face. Yes. And I really wish this wasn't so damn convoluted. 
because I I, yeah. I like I like I like the 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 interplay between them as this is the kind of rivalry that's been that's been going on for a while. It dates back to when Trick it's when when um, Ilya was feuding with Carmelo while Carmelo was champion. Trick had several matches with Ilya just as like a you know I'm the henchman for the champ. I have matches with the challenger. That's just kind of a thing that so they've had several matches and they've gotten better every time and. And Trick is in, enormously over, and um, and Dragonov is brilliant, and the, yes. the and and I like all of the parts of it that were like this. But when it was like, ah, but do you know if you can even trust Carmelo Hayes? I believe this is my opinion that it is me and our rivalry that has made you into the man you are, and not. Carmelo Hayes, and I'm like, I don't just have to have him fight. The whole thing, Carmelo Hayes, and everything is just—it's an it's a, uh, this extra layer. And if there, if I thought this this whole Carmelo is definitely getting called to the main roster soon, and I I I need I I need some continuity there. So if he's looks like he's being called up to the main roster as a babyface, so that means he's got to got to leave NXT as a babyface. Right, like there was nothing more jarring to me at 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 the time than Bobby Roode, the shit heel of all shit heels on NXT, and he but shows up on the main roster, and shows him on the main roster, and he's look at me, I'm so happy to be here. Don't you love me? And I'm like, that's, and everyone's like, yes, we do love you. We think you're great. And I'm like, no, no, but but this this guy was bad. He was really bad what to people. Asshole. He was really mean. Yeah. <laughs> he was really mean to Roderick Strong, and Roderick Strong was a babyface at the time, and he does not deserve to be mean to. So I'm, I, I guess I have to wait and see how all this works out. But I don't. The thing is, I should be able to say I'm going to wait and see how they how they book Vengeance Day and what they do with this storyline angle of who attacked Trick, and then we'll see how he gets called up and if they deal with that on the way there, all this kind of stuff. I'll wait and see. However. That's not you. You get preemptively mad. I'm the one that waits. However, I can't do that because I don't trust any of the people in charge of writing the stories to do it right. So now I am preemptively mad or upset because I don't think that they're going to do any of this right. So, yeah. That's the Alex I know. Um, But I'm actually with you in that I'm... I hate to be like, I'm nervous because I'm, I'm not nervous. This does not really affect my life. Uh, but <laughs> the, the thing with Braun feels like it was dictated by real world circumstances. The thing with Mello feels like it might've been dictated by, yeah, we actually want him on the main roster right now. And it betrays the story that they're telling. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I'm iffy with the creative on is it feels like the only way out of this is that it wasn't, it wasn't Carmelo who did it, and it wasn't any of the other suspects. It has to be somebody that we didn't even think about, which sucks from a story perspective, but is the only way to keep them both face. In this segment, one thing I really liked that Dragonoff said was, uh, this shouldn't be about Carmelo. This should be about you. And I've given you your biggest match on the biggest stage. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you mad at me for that? Uh, just really great job of, because this is convoluted, Dragonoff cutting through my dramatic champion king um but making a tremendous amount of sense out of the things that he could with this i i really liked him being like why 
what do you say me for? <laughs> like, why, why are you pissed at me? All I've done is give you opportunities and I've given you important ones and now I have the title and I'm going to do it again is really, really well done because it boils it down to the thing that they're actually fighting about, which is the title, right? Dragonoff doesn't care about the Dusty. Dragonoff doesn't care about the Dusty. You shouldn't even be thinking about that. So I really, really like, um, I mean, I, I just love Ilya Dragonoff, but uh, what he did to do the best that he could with something that has gotten so out of control in a way. Uh, great work from him tonight. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to um, what the match is. I just know yes. that, the, that the problem with this is that the finish has to be terrible. A, it's the way HBK books his big finishes for his big paper few matches. And B, because of this storyline with Trick and, and Mello. Like, Trick and Mello winning the Dusty. But then Mello turning on Trick so the winners of the Dusty don't even get their title, title shot feels like the most logical thing that they would do. Um, but I, I, honestly, I don't know. You might be right. Like, the idea that, oh, it was actually Dijak who attacked trick all that all those years ago and then we get a trick and dijack match that'd be good yes i guess you know what i mean like i, I just don't know somebody's costing trick this match the person who attacked him in october it's probably yes. mellow but then it could be anybody you know what i mean that's that's what that's what it is you know i, I yeah anyway and um, it does it does to me feel a little bit like uh there's times where it feels very much like it was bad creative. And then there's time where it feels mm -hmm. like maybe there were outside factors that have now derailed things. And this feels a little bit more in that arena. Like, I think they were mm -hmm. like, you know what, actually we do want to call Carmelo up for this tournament and the title shot, like just <laughs> out of the left field that felt mm -hmm. for the main roster. So I, I do have a little bit more wiggle room for, for yeah. things like that. We got, um, um, Luis saying with the history of the betrayals on vengeance day are, in 2021, Cole kills the Undisputed Era. 2022, Indy and Persia Parada, now Steph Delander, broke semi break up and then go into that weird love triangle with with them <laughs> with them and Dexter and and, and uh, Duke. 2023, oh Dabakato returns. Mad. Just let two cuts and wrestle, man. <laughs> yeah. Dabakato returns, betrays Apollo, and then gets released a few a few months later. <laughs> um 2024 probably mellow betraying trick that would make sense um but if it's if it's dijack that did it all along like you said mm -hmm. he's gonna want retribution mm. yeah um frontier <laughs> 51 also says hi Cadis. it's still possible to buy an ad read on the fightful awards so i'm assuming that might be the same guy but just not as a humper chat or if it's somebody else so say again. There are very, very few instances where mm -hmm. we will not take your money. <laughs> Outside of you being a complete POS. Mm -hmm. If you want to, if you're mm -hmm. like, I have a podcast and it's called mm -hmm. Bigoted mm -hmm. Hatred. We don't do that. But outside of that, we'll take your mm -hmm. money. And I'll tell mm -hmm. you the best way to give us your money. Kate at mm -hmm. or you can DM me. Uh, we do have uh, a few different rate options available and a couple categories mm -hmm. left. There you go. Um. Uh, so here's how, here's how we get rid of here's how we help Roxanne and get her out of NXT into the main roster <sighs> Bailey is going to need help to fight against Damage Katarl when Damage Katarl dumps her out of the gang and so it's Roxy Mercedes, is the first bro. It, 
it won't, but it would be, it would, <laughs> no, it, it won't. won't. It won't. I was being silly. I know. Uh, it just stopped because they people, those people think you're serious. So um, let's do some more puns. But first, we're going to say from K Bills. Thank you, Kate and Alex, for everything you do. I'm done with WWE for the time being outside of the SGS because it just feels dirty to me now because of everything going on. I know it's been talked about to death. Just wanted to show my appreciation to you two. Thank you much, very much, K Bills. And nobody could blame you from taking some time away from this. For, for sure. And I think it's, um, I think it's very important that everybody does what makes them feel comfortable because at the end of the day, it's wrestling. It's not uh, heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Do what makes you feel comfortable. Do what makes you happy. Watch whatever wrestling makes you happy in the first place. That's the important. Mm. Unless you get paid to be frustrated because that's what Alex and I get to do. Mm. That lane is taken, people. Mm-hmm. It's true. With our very real hatred. Jambeard says Delta 4. Uh, Ian, Ian Rick and Bonnie says, uh, this, is my, this is one of my new favorites. Double flotation vest in the beach. <laughs> Um, True Infamous says the runway. <laughs> oh, this is the runway. Yeah. Um, Chris Pereira says uh, Charlotte Flair Force One. Very good. <laughs> um, True Infamous has one that is far too dark to even for me to read. So we're going to skip that one and say thank you and no. Um, you can, but you can me, send in a silly if you want to send it. If you one. want to send him a silly one, fine, but no to that one. Um, and again, true infamous. Knock it off. <laughs> There's two of them now. Stop. Don't do that one either. Um, me Norma says JD McDelta. <laughs> <laughs> American Dragon Airlines. Um, Boeing's new CEO, Penta Elcero Maintenance. <laughs> Zero maintenance. And the beach always flies virgin air. Oh. RIP that storyline and that airline, mm-hmm. I believe, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Damage Katarmac from Andrew Dikoff. <laughs> That's really good. <clears throat> and uh, Annie Brown says Tatum Laxley. L A X Lee. Tatum Laxley. <laughs> Really good. Just one, just one minor thing. I would uh, tater, tater, uh-huh. tater, tater. Laxley. Tater okay. Um, uh, all right. So we got. <laughs> I. There are no. Um, so in, 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 in true infamous. If you if you would like, you can send in because we, we didn't read your pun pun. You can request a song for for Ricky Rainbow to sing because there are currently no Ricky Rainbow requests, and I don't want to break the streak, so. Honestly, that just hurts my feelings. I leave for what four shows? Like go I know, I know. back. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Valley wants Darby Allen to sing Ed Sheeran's "Perfect." <laughs> I confess to not it's knowing the song. So oh, you know it. I, I don't. We were I, honestly, just kids I don't. When we fell in, do you exist in the world? That song was. I. I do not listen to the radio on purpose, Kate. I respect I it, but I felt like it's one you couldn't get away from. No, uh, honestly. You have not been no. to a wedding in the past five years. Mm, no. <clears throat> Here we go. I found a love for me. 
Oh, darling, just dive right in and follow my lead. Well, I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. Oh, I never knew you were the someone waiting for me, Malachi Black. Because we were just kids when we fell in love, not knowing what it was. I will not give you up this time. But Brody King, just kiss me slow. Your heart is all I own, and in your eyes, you're holding mine. Buddy, I'm dancing in the dark with you between my arms, barefoot on the grass while listening to our favorite song. When you said you looked a mess, I whispered underneath my breath, but you heard it. Darlin', you look perfect tonight. Malachi Black. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't even know if I can do this. Um, I'm just going to do the bye-byes as Booker. And I will do the rest of the song as Linda because I I want to do it that way because I don't have an actual Booker T impression. I just I just know what he says when he says bye bye. So hold on. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I I'm doing this tonight. You're probably gonna start a fight. I know this can't be right. Hey, baby, come on. I loved you endlessly, and you weren't there for me. So now it's time to leave and make it alone. I know that I can't take no more. It ain't no lie. I want to see you out the door, baby. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. 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 Don't want to be a fool for you. Just another player in this game too. See, now the Ricky ones are rolling in. We guilted them. We guilted you into giving us your money. Thank you so much. We're great on our jobs. Very, 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 very <laughs> we got a big, um, this was a big pun night. Thank you guys for showing out with the, okay. the aerospace puns. Um, Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, Bam Bam Bigelow Aerospace. It's a real company. Bigelow Aerospace. Bam Bam Bigelow Aerospace. Okay, here we go. Um, Ava, who asked uh, when we start talking about NXT, that was the first hour and a half of the show. The last yeah. half hour is extremely silly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could and go nothing to, to do with anything at all. You can go to the beginning of the stream, and yeah, so yeah, if you're one of those people <laughs> that watches for the wrestling part, yeah, um, it's weird coming into a stream that's an hour and forty eight minutes long and going, when are they going to start talking about NXT? Is weird to me. I don't know. Well, um. It's more weird that we sing. <laughs> that is also weird. <laughs> Ricardo wants uh, Drew McIntyre to sing Separate Ways <laughs> by Journey. You oh, know, and Mello, I, who are going, we need who are to make an to announcement. We need to make What's an announcement that, that Drew needs to be worked into rotation. If you want, the Drew McIntyre mm -hmm. impression is too good to not be folded into rotation on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. So I, I think it's fair to say now accepting. Yeah, it's it's a little it's difficult because so many damn guys are Scottish in NXT that I don't yeah, want to Yeah, but Dallas you just are like a little haggis is what you right. say. Right. I don't want you to think I'm doing a Joe Coffee impression here. Um it is definitely I do that. McIntyre. Yeah, here we go. Here we stand, worlds apart, hearts broken in two, two, two. Sleepless nights losing ground. I'm reaching for you, you, you. Feeling that it's gone, punk. Can't change your mind if we can't go on to survive the tide. Love divides. I prayed for this and it happened. Someday love will find you. Break those chains that bind you. One night will remind you. 
how we touched and went our separate ways. We were all, we were all the once tag team partners. You remember that? Remember that we were used to be tag team partners. We were called the dashing ones. If he ever hurts you, do love want desert you. You know I still love you. I know we touched and went our separate ways. Jay Uso, I blame you for everything that's ever happened to me. Troubled times caught between confusion and pain. Pain, pain. Distant eyes promise we may were in vain, in vain, in vain. How about a pint? Um, I blame you for everything that's ever happened to me. Not bad. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Um, Jambeard wants Braun Strowman singing the theme to (laughs) Theodore the Tugboat. Oh, Theodore likes to do the things that friendly tugboats do. Pushing and pulling in the great big harbor. In the great big world is so much fun. So many brand new things to discover. Waking with the sun, gotta get the job done. Oh, Theodore, Emily, Foduck, Hank, and George, and the Harbor Master, too. Get these boats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. No more of these. The Send no more. Send no more. No more. No more. I gotta get through all these by the end of this. Cut up. Hello. Hello. <gasps> Ricky. Oh, How's it going? I'm okay. Right, here we are. Okay, there's no, no more. And that was done. That all one's right. a special one. Tom Lavalley wants champagne supernova for Ricky Rainbow because Noam Dar is a mark for Oasis. As, as he should be. They're great. Right. Uh, Your hair looks great. Thank you. How many special people change? How many lives were living strange? Where were you while we were getting high? Well, I was probably with you if you were getting high. Slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. Where were you while we were getting I Listen, I was right there with you. I didn't have rainbow hair. You probably didn't recognize me. Someday you will find me caught beneath a landslide in a champagne supernova in the sky. Someday you will find me caught beneath a landslide in a champagne supernova. Champagne supernova in the sky. Wake up the dawn and ask her why. A dream of dreams, she never dies. Wipe that tear away now from your eyes. Totally walking down the hall faster than a cannonball. Where were you when you were getting high? Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide in the champagne supernova in the sky. Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide in the champagne supernova, champagne supernova. You know who else enjoys the the Oasis? Who's that? Your your longtime friend and compadre, Nigel Mm -hmm. McGuinness. Hmm. Because he had them for a theme song. Nigel. Nigel has good, good taste. Who has a, a magic show on February 9th in Vegas? You should go to it. Jam you should Beard. go to it, Ricky. Mm. Jam Beard wants to hear Learn to Fly by Foo Fighters. So do I. Run and tell all the angels this could take all night. I think I need a devil to help me get things right. Hook me up a new revolution because this one is a lie. We sat around laughing and watched the last one die. Now I'm looking to the sky to save me. Looking for a sign of life. Looking for something to help me burn out bright. I'm looking for a complication. Looking because I'm tired of lying. Make my way back home when I learn to fly. 
make my way back home when I learn to. Thank you. Um, when you learn to. Hmm? When I learn to. Drewfamous <laughs> uh, wants Ricky Rainbow singing um, uh, Broken Dreams by Drew Mac for Drew Mac. And this is a good one. This is good. Right, here we are. Broken Dreams, the Drew the the, the Drew McIntyre theme song. And I dream broken dreams, bad dreams come true. I make them for you. I make dreams come true. Bad dreams come true. I make them for you. I make them for you. What's that metronome I hear? Perhaps the end is drawing near. You never hear the shot that takes you down. Now your dreams or memory seem more true from far away, just like smoke that fades and makes no sound. Out of time, so say goodbye. What is yours now is mine. And I dream broken dreams. I make them come true. I make them for you. I make them for you. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Ian. Ian R. Mm -hmm. um, wants um, uh, Ricky Rainbow singing um, um, American Pie. <laughs> Not the whole song. The bridge version, maybe? Yeah, like a yeah. radio um, edit. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> a long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. And I knew if I had my chance that I could make those people dance. And maybe they'd be happy for a while. But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step. I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride, but something touched me deep inside. The day the music died. So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And good old boys are drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above? If the Bible tells you so. Now do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your mortal soul? And can you teach me how to dance real slow? Well, I know that you're in love with him because I saw you dancing in the gym. You both kicked off your shoes, man. I dig those rhythm and blues. I was a lonely teen today's bronking buck with the pick carnation and the pickup truck. But I knew that I was out of luck the day the music died. He was singing, but no, I can't. I, I'll do the whole song and no, it'll you take You gotta too save long. something for Tyson Fury, you know? Boris, yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, we'll do it next week. I'm sorry, we're not doing it. I'll said no more. I'm going to have a no couple of All right, fine. It's boring. Fine. I'll do it for Boris. I have met some issues with him, but like. Do it for know. Boris. All right. That's it. This one and no more. <sighs> Baby, I'm hot just like an oven. Heal me, my darling. I need some loving. Heal me, my darling. Baby, I can't hold it much longer. It's getting stronger and stronger. When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing. Sexual healing, oh baby, makes me feel so fine. 
helps me to relieve my mind. Sexual healing, baby, is good for me. Sexual healing is something that is good for me. Notice how Marvin Gaye never talks about whether or not it is good for his partner because he is a very selfish lover, or he would be if he were not dead. That's that's too much. <laughs> I'm not going to say it anymore. Um, Lu Luis um, wants um, to manifest the Clam King versus Hechicero for RGV Collision. Um, Ricky does final countdown. Also, apparently, N Nigel eats clam chowder. He's a hypocrite. That's what champions. I, I don't believe. I don't believe it's how uh, I see it. Picks or it didn't AI. happen. Picks I, or I, it didn't happen. Never happened. Final countdown. Do 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 we're leaving together, but still it's farewell. And maybe we'll come back to Earth. Who can tell? I guess there's no one to blame. We're leaving ground. Leaving ground. Well, will things ever be the same again? It's the final countdown. Do 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 do. It's the final countdown. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Ricky. We appreciate you. One more to make up the dark ones is El Jet Engineerico. <laughs> That's good. I like that. That's very good. El Jet Engineerico. It's very good. Thank you. Ricky, All right, that's it. Can you yeah. can you just leave us with one note of wisdom and then we'll get out of here? Just one wisdom! <laughs> that was one note of wisdom. No notes. It's perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Keep cool, Gabba Goose. Toodles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.